0: Hello and welcome back to the Ultimate Sports Fans Podcast, a podcast for sports fans made by sports fans. And today we have a bit of a late um podcast, and due to when the next Orioles game is, however, I really wanted to get one out before the next series started, and that is a Miami Marlins series recap. Baltimore went down to Miami uh, on Tuesday and Wednesday, and they ended up splitting a series one to one against the Marlins. Uh, in the first game, they won 7-5. to five. Uh, They had a really good start where they scored 3 in the first, 2 in the third, 1 in the fourth, and then they scored 1 in the eighth. Uh, the Marlins, they did score 1 in the first, but after that, through the second, third, and fourth innings, they were kind of uh, not so good on offense. However, in the middle of the innings, they got four runs to make this a game again. Uh, at six to four or six to five, but then uh Baltimore came back one seven five they well not come back, but they uh got some insurance runs and it was a great win for the Orioles. Uh Matt Harvey had a pretty good outing where he had five innings pitched, three earned runs and four strikeouts. Um Harvey is now one and one and he's gotten his first win and I believe it's been two years since he got a win. So it's good for him to finally get... uh, He had a terrible year last year with Kansas City where he had like an ERA of 11. So it's good to see him having a a good performance. Hopefully he can be good this year and be tradable at the um, trade deadline. Uh, However, there was one big loss for the Orioles uh, this, uh, this game. And that was Anthony Santander is out for two to four weeks with an ankle sprain. Uh, of course, he was their best player last year before getting hurt, and he is having a little bit of struggles this year, batting only one ninety six. But obviously, it was still early; it's still early in the season, and he um he's been hitting a lot of balls hard, just right at people. So, but that makes the decision for what Brandon Hyde is gonna do a lot easier. Of course, uh, Anthony Austin Hayes just came uh back off the injured list and was available. Uh, Tuesday against the Marlins and everybody was all uh, asking the question who would sit in the Oriole outfield, especially with uh, no designator, designated hitter um, in a National League ballpark in Miami. And Austin Hayes started the game on the bench, which was uh, kind of kind of expected since Brandon Hyde probably wanted to delay the decision a little bit more since Austin Hayes just came off the injured list. So, DJ Stewart, Cedric Mullins, and Anthony Santander started 1-2-3 in all outfield spots. Um, also, something interesting was that Ryan Monacastle didn't play in this game, but eh, he's it's okay to get a day off. He came off the bench, pinch hit, uh, didn't do anything with it. but um, Also, the star performance of the game was probably Trey Mancini, who had uh, two hits. And he scored two runs, as long as having an RBI. Uh, he homered in the third inning, four hundred and twenty-two feet to t- center field. Also, pretty Gal- Galvis, who had a really strong Texas series, continued with another home run in the first, uh, in the third inning of the first game, with a three hundred and sixty-nine foot homer to right field. Um, Austin Hayes also scored two runs, one in the first off uh, a Ruiz, or. A Franco ground ball. I thought... Yeah, Franco ground ball. And he also scored in uh, the fourth off a DJ Stewart double. So it's good to see Austin Hayes using his speed to... Uh, to uh, score some runs. It's a, He's a nice guy to have on the bench, especially. Because if you throw him out... I, this is my thought process with Austin Hayes. If you do start him on the bench... And this is with Cedric Mullins, too. If they start, let's just say they give Cedric Mullins an off day, I think he's also a very uh, useful and versatile weapon to pinch run for. Like if a slower guy or even just like a moderate speed guy is on second in an extra inning game and the 10th with the new rule, maybe they could put Cedric Mullins out there and he can make something happen on an off day or maybe if Austin Hayes is more of a platoon piece, Brandon Hyde decides, he could be really useful because he can score runs um very easily. Also, one other note, Cesar Valdez, he's been really good too, and they might trade him at the trade deadline. He pitched an inning and a third in the first game on Tuesday. And he had no earned runs, three strikeouts, zero walks. Um also here Paul Fry, pretty good performance, uh, two thirds an inning, uh, one walk, zero runs. Tanner Scott didn't give up a run. Uh, it was only Sean Armstrong that gave up any runs in the Baltimore bullpen. Plucko had a had a scoreless outing, so pretty good for the bullpen in this game. Something that the Orioles have been pretty uh pretty good at so far in the early going. So that brought them to eight and nine as a team, and then Wednesday. They just could not get the bats going. Uh they lost three to nothing to the Marlins. The Marlins scored all three of their runs in the fifth inning. Uh Rodgers is just too good for Baltimore. And he threw seven innings, zero earned runs, eight strikeouts, uh one walk, and uh he only gave up four hits and then the rest of the Marlins bullpen. They got to throw their best pieces in the bullpen with Dylan Floro and Amy Garcia. They didn't give up a uh, a single base, a single walk or hit. Um, Dylan Floro had a whole inning pitched in only uh, seven pitches, and Garcia only threw ten pitches. Taylor, uh, Taylor Rogers, I believe, only uh, threw eighty-two. So the or the Miami Marlins pitchers didn't even throw over a hundred pitches. So that's it's not good for the Orioles. It shows that they weren't getting deep into counts and that they weren't able to do much offensively. Uh, Austin Hayes started today, obviously. He had one hit. Franco had one hit. Severino had one hit. Who's been kind of like mediocre so far, 233, pretty good. He's been, um, he's been not great, but he's also been not bad, so he's doing pretty good. And then we also have Freddy Gavez, who's just been on a tear with another hit. Uh, and then Mountcastle got one walk today. Those were the five good uh play appearances by the or five good outcomes by the Ravens. uh by the Ravens. The Ravens made a trade. They traded Orlando Brown. I might make a podcast on that later. By the Orioles, um. So it just it wasn't even a bad outing for Bruce Zimmerman, the Orioles starter. He threw four and two thirds, gave up three runs, four strikeouts, and a walk. But that's not terrible. Um, Get into the fifth inning. He almost got out of the fifth inning. I mean, three runs, it's not like he gave up, like, six or seven, which is just what – that's kind of what you want with the Orioles. You just don't want them to get blown out by um, the other team's offense in the first couple innings of the game. If they can uh, play competitive games deep into the games, I feel like that will help them a lot um, as they develop their younger guys. Get them ready for big-time situations. Also, I think it's just more exciting as a fan to watch the closer games later in game. So, you like to see starters um, not giving up that many runs. Of course, the bullpen did really good in this game. No no runs scored by um, the Miami Marlins after the bullpen came in. He had Cole Seltzer came in. He had an inning in a third. Uh, three hits he gave up. Uh, Lincoln's another good outing, inning in a third, uh, zero hits, one walk, one strikeout, and then Dylan Tate came in for uh, two thirds an inning, and I kind of like Dylan Tate. He got we got him from a Zach Burton trade from New York, and he throws really he throws pretty hard, and I'd like to see him be a useful part of this bullpen going forward in the future. Uh, Has a four fifteen ERA and only threw five pitches, so he's he um. He was able to keep his uh usage down in that game. And didn't throw a lot of balls. That so, so that was good. Four four strikes, only one ball. The small sample size, but um, and he didn't have any strikeouts, which he's more of a strikeout pitcher. So it's kind of surprising, but it's fine. Uh, good outing by the bullpen. Yeah. So overall, Baltimore has a uh a pretty good record so far, eight and ten. Uh, as, as I said in the Texas recap, I just want to see that stay around the 500 mark. doesn't even have to go over. doesn't even have to be at. I just want to kind of see them, like, at the end of the year, if there are 10 games within 500, that would be an unbelievable season. And I mean, that's still pretty bad. Whether it be 72 wins, that's still not very good. However, um, in progress terms, that would be very good. Obviously, they had a pretty good shortened season last year, so... Be nice to um, get some more wins this year, not lose a hundred games. If they lose a hundred games, that'd be kind of disappointing. But uh, anyway, that's it for the Miami Marlins, and we're gonna be moving on to uh, back to Camden Yards, where the Orioles will play the red hot Oakland Athletics, uh, starting tonight at six oh five. So it's Friday, and I'm recording this podcast. They'll have a Friday, Saturday, Sunday series with Oakland, and, um, and that, and then we'll do a, a podcast after that series, probably on Sunday night. And uh, yeah, I want to keep this podcast series uh, consistent. Uh, I want to keep doing one every single, uh, every single series. So see you after the Oakland series.